You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. And here is he is writing to this group of people through inspiration of the Holy Spirit. We find the heart of the man of God reaching out to these people that he loved. And I want you to look with me at verse number one. And we'll read down through verse number six. Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you, all making requests with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And the Lord here, or Paul here, is writing to this group of people, and in verse number three, he said, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. There was a relationship that was there. And here, Paul was reaching out to this group of people that he loved, and he said, I just thank God for you. And that's what his heart was. I thank God for you. And that's the title of the message tonight. And for the next hour and a half, the pie isn't ready yet. Uh, no, just kidding. They're, they're already waiting for me. Uh, but uh, I want to just give you four things, and I will. I'll go quickly. Uh, I'll, I'll preach quickly if you listen quickly. But if you don't, you don't listen quickly, I'm going to preach slowly. And we'll never get to that pie. Uh, but uh, anyway, I thank God is the title. Father, I pray that you'd bless now in these moments. Thank you for your people. And Lord, just the time that we've been able to share and uh, just, just praise you tonight. And there are so many other testimonies. I'm looking across uh, the sea of faces here tonight and, and knowing the stories of so many of them and of the things that you have brought them through and the problems that you have delivered them out of and, and delivered them through. And God, how you've worked and people who have just been faithful year after year, some decade after decade. And Lord, what a blessing it is to be able to serve alongside so many wonderful people. And I pray that you would help us, Lord, as we collectively thank you for all you've done in our lives. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to be thankful uh, for one another as well. And so I pray that you bless for Christ's sake. Amen. The Apostle Paul, if we looked at the book of Philippi and we were going to have a theme for the book of Philippians, it would be rejoice in the Lord. Uh, it, would be, it would be the joy of the Lord. And here uh, you would think that, uh, that Paul, if he was going to write about rejoicing in the Lord or having joy, that he would be, in, he would be up on top of the mountain. But he wasn't. He was in Rome as a prisoner. And here the Apostle Paul, who is going to write, and he is going to communicate 
uh, some things to the people of God. They're in a city far away in a different country. You would think that uh, he would be looking for them to encourage him, but that was not the case. Paul was, was reaching out to them and showing love and care and compassion, uh, though he probably needed some of that himself, but he was caring about uh, these others. And, and you just see uh, that uh, there was a love there. But why did Paul rejoice? I want to see uh, four things. We're going to look at Paul and his rejoicing. Uh, first of all, I want you to look at verse 1. It said, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons. First of all, Paul was rejoicing because of the saints. He was rejoicing because of the saints. Now, the word saint there is not the word saved. He didn't say that he was thanking God for all of the saved. He was thanking God for the saints. Now, the word saint there is the word holy. He is, he is communicating not just with all believers, he's communicating with believers that are like-minded. There, there are people that are part of the family of God that are saved, but they're not holy. Right? Thanksgiving time, we're here. Christmas time. There are people that are in your family, but it doesn't mean that everybody that's in the family brings benefit to the family. Not everybody in the family brings joy to the family. Right? And here, Paul, he wasn't right. He could have written to all the saved, but he didn't. He said to the saints. It's the same word in 1 Peter where he said, Be holy, for I, the Lord thy God, am holy. It's the same word when he said, come out from among them, be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean. He's talking about hagios, holy, separated. And Paul here, he was reaching out and he was saying, I rejoice, I rejoice because of the holy people, the, the group of sanctified people that have the same mind. Later, he'll talk about the mission. He'll talk about the gospel. These are the people that are serving with him. They're laboring together. And so uh, Paul here is saying, I'm thanking God for the saints. And, and you know, uh, I, today, earlier today, we had somebody come in and I was uh, uh, just uh, trying to encourage uh, someone and uh, she was coming in. She she had just left the police department and, and, the, and had to, uh, or the courthouse and had just got a restraining order on her adult son. She loves her son, but she can't be around her son because her son is destructive. And there, there was this division. Now, she still loved her son, still part of the family, but the relationship was not there. Paul, as he is reaching out, uh, he, is, he is thanking God. He's rejoicing, and he said, uh, for the saints. And, and it's just ironic here that the Lord is, is saying, uh, the, the saints, he's, he's saying the holy, the people that, are, that I labor together, that are people that are like-minded, that are serving the Lord and, and endeavoring to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. He's talking about those that are going the right direction. And, and, and here he's just thanking God. He rejoices because of that. You know what? What a blessing it is that we get to serve the Lord with people that are like-minded. 
What a, what a blessing that that is. And, and when you are serving the Lord with other like-minded people, you know what you find? You find there's joy. There's joy. And, and that's where uh, he, he was saying here, first of all, uh, he was thanking God uh, for uh, the saints. And uh, there was a joy in the community of the saints. Uh, there was joy in the service together as they served the Lord. There was a sweet fellowship uh, because there was that community. There was unity together. Uh, they were a, a pure, consecrated group of believers that were trying to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, and here, uh, that, that caused him to have joy. When, when you look and you get to serve the Lord and you see other people grow, you know what happens? You just have joy. Uh, those that are, that are older and seeing uh, next generations coming up serving the Lord, there's great joy there. Watching your children serve the Lord, there's great joy that's there. And that's what Paul was saying. He was saying, uh, the saints, they bring me joy. Why was he rejoicing? Uh, because of the saints. Why was he rejoicing? Because of suffering. Now that doesn't seem like it matches, does it? Joy and suffering, do they go together? Look with me at verse number seven. He said, even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you are partakers of my grace. Uh, Paul here is writing and he is in bonds, yet he's rejoicing. You know, it's in the trials that we really sense what's important. You know, the Coles, you know, going through losing dad and almost losing mom and all of the health issues, the struggles that are there. Miss Terry mentioned it as well. Just the burdens that life brings our way just sort of filters out the things that are extra. Things that are not as valuable. What do we find? We find that suffering causes us truly to see what's important. And Paul, when he was in prison, he wasn't thinking about possessions. He wasn't thinking about a job. He wasn't thinking about anything else besides people and the Lord. That's what mattered. You know, suffering brings us to a place where we recognize we need God. And we might not look at it and say, man, I, that's what I want, but how often, how many of us could say that there was a burden in my life that God used to flip a switch to get my attention, to bring me to a place where I recognize my great need for him. And what happens? Then you look back on the suffering and that brings joy because God brought you through that to bring you to where he was trying to get you. And just the suffering that uh, he, he had endured. The Apostle Paul penning this from a jail cell in Rome uh, during his imprisonment. He lost his freedom. And soon he would lose his life, but he did not lose his joy. 
He didn't lose his joy. And what a blessing that that is. So, uh, so we see here how suffering and trials in life help us identify really what truly matters. Family and relationships, the believers, of course, the personal relationship with the Lord in our life. That's what matters. And, and so uh, whether we have a nicer house or a bigger car or a bigger car or a nicer house, uh, whatever the situation is, or a bit better paying job, all those things really Really don't matter, but what does matter is that you have have the Lord as your Savior. You have uh, you have a family. You have a church. There are blessings that God brings into our life, and some of them are through a a uh, a time of suffering. Verse number six and seven, we see that they're soulless being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you uh, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Even it has meat for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye are all partakers of my grace. What was it? That word solace there, it just means comfort. Just that comfort. And, and here, Paul, he was comforting others. He was, he was cheering others. He was consoling others. Uh, and here, Paul uh, was uh, in prison himself, yet he's cheering up up other individuals. Uh, verse number 12, but I would, uh, ye should understand, brethren, that the things which have happened unto me have fallen out rather to the furtherance of the gospel. He's saying, listen, everything the Lord's doing in my life, he is doing it uh, and, and good's coming out of it. He's got a plan here. Uh, but he was looking at them, not knowing whether or not he was going to live, not knowing when his life was going to come to an end. Yet he was encouraging them, uh, comforting them, them, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it. He was saying, stay in the battle. Keep on serving. Uh, don't get discouraged. Don't quit. No matter what happens to me, you just keep on going. And that was Paul's uh, consoling uh, the people there. Uh, and just, just being able to be a, an encouragement to them, uh, it just brings uh, rejoicing. Uh, he was rejoicing over the saints. He was rejoicing uh, in the suffering. He rejoiced in the solace, but he rejoiced because, of the, because he was a servant. In verse number one, it said, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons. And here he was, he was rejoicing because he was a servant of God. He was a servant of God. You know, there is joy in the service of the king. There's joy in service. It's, it's not a drudgery to serve the Lord. It's a joy to serve the Lord. And as we are serving the Lord, if, if we are serving him because we're trying to get something out of it, then it's miserable. You know why? Because there's, there, there, isn't, there isn't many back, back pats on the back in ministry. There isn't the high dollar salaries in ministry. It's not like it is on TBN in real life. And, and with that, if we are in ministry because we're trying to get something out of it, there's no joy because you feel like you're always missing out. 
But if you're in it, and look again at verse number one, Paul and Timotheus, read that next phrase with me, the servants of Jesus Christ. Servants of Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. Serving Him. And when we're serving Jesus every day, as the songwriter wrote, it really pays. It pays to serve the Lord. It's a joy to serve the Lord. And you know, as a church family, as we are, we're gathering and we just want to thank the Lord for the blessings. If every opportunity that we have to be able to serve the King of Kings, it brings joy. It should bring joy. But it'll only bring joy when we are re- realizing, recognizing, and making sure that that's, that's who we're serving. We're serving the Lord. If we're in it for anybody else, we're not going to stay. As Brother Tracy talked about, there are are people that are in, and over the years, the longer you serve the Lord, you see so many people get in and get out. And those that get in and stay in are not any smarter. They're not any better. They just didn't allow the circumstances of life to derail them. And you and I, as we are serving the Lord, we just have to keep our eyes on Him. And there's joy in serving the Lord. As uh, uh, I was out of town, here, I'll close my Bible so you think I'm done. But as, as I was out of town and um, we had Brother Reyes come and preach, after the first service, he gave me a call and he said, Preacher, he said, you got a great church. He said, the spirit there is amazing. He said, the music is great. I mean, he was just like blown away. Now, he goes to a great church. But he was, as he came and and being a missionary and traveling the nation and being around the world, he's seen a lot of churches. You know what? God has blessed us. God's blessed us. But let's not lose our joy. When we lose our joy, then we lose our thankfulness. It's almost, we lose our joy, we put on colored glasses. And if we're not careful, we can allow just the world to influence us. And pretty soon, we're not enjoying anything. The music's no good anymore. Man, why do you sing that song again? You mean we have to stand again for this song? I was at a funeral, a uh, Catholic funeral, about a month and a half ago. How many of you have been in a Catholic funeral? All right. First time I'd ever been in a Catholic service. And I was in the Catholic funeral for a, a sheriff's deputy. And as I was there, uh, man, we stood, we sat, they knelt. I didn't. I stayed in my seat. And uh, then they stood and sat and stood and sat and stood and sat and knelt and stood stood and knelt and stood and knelt. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, and I'm thinking, our people need to go to a cat. No, don't. <laughs> but I was thinking, our people need to go to a Catholic church because they feel like we're getting up and down all the time and we're not. <laughs> uh, but, but I was there and, you know, there is, there is something about the house of God 
and the people of God, there is joy when we're serving the Lord together. Let's not, let's not lose sight of what God has done for us. We've been, we've been so blessed. And I just thank the Lord. I thank God. I do. I thank God. I thank God for you. I thank God for the opportunity to be able to serve together with you. I, I thank the Lord for the, the impact that you are having in this community. I'm thankful for the impact that you're having around the world uh, this year. I'm excited to tell you uh, what we did in missions this year, uh, but I just, just uh, uh, listened to a missions uh, update from uh, Brother Putnam, and uh, they were just with us a couple years ago, and now they're on the field, and getting ready now to, to launch out by themselves and start another church. And uh, I mean, it's just exciting to see what God is allowing us to do to impact this world. And not just the community that's right here, but those that are around the world that we will never see, we will never meet until we get to heaven. But here we are as a church in Marysville, California, that gets to make a difference. And what a blessing. We get to make a difference in the lives of those that we love. And we also get to make a difference in the lives of people to whom we will never meet. But still having an eternal impact. And I just thank God to be a part of something so great. Father, I pray that you'd help us. Thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you, uh, Lord, for these people. Uh, Lord, that love you and serve you and, and Lord, have been faithful. I pray that you'd help all of us just to continue to grow in our faith. You have begun a work, a good work in you, uh, in us. And I pray that you would continue to work and bring about uh, your will in our lives. I pray that you'd speak to hearts. Help us, Lord, to be thankful. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Maybe you're here tonight and you don't know Christ as your personal Savior. The greatest decision anybody could ever make is to trust him. And maybe you're here tonight, you don't know the Lord. Let me encourage you, trust him tonight. You say, Pastor, I'm saved. I know I'm saved beyond a shadow of a doubt in my mind. If I, if I were to die today, I know I'm going to heaven. Pastor, that's me. I know I'm saved. Uh, just slip your hand up as a testimony to the Lord. All right, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can put your hands down. Maybe you're here tonight, you say, Pastor, I don't know. I heard some people talk about uh, getting saved. I heard some people talk about uh, knowing for sure they're on their way to heaven, but that's not me. I don't know. I'd like to know. Pray for me, pastor. Pray for me. Just slip your hand up. I'll I won't come back to you. I won't embarrass you, but I'd like to pray for you. Are you, you like that tonight? Do you, do you know the Lord is your savior? If you don't, let me encourage you. Trust him tonight. How about it, child of God? Are we rejoicing? Are we thankful? for all that God's doing. We'll just have a short invitation right there in your seat as the instruments play. Just talk to the Lord. Thank Him for what He has done. Thank Him for what He is doing in your life. Father, we are so thankful for the blessings you have given to us. Thank you, Lord, for, for being such a wonderful Savior. 
And I pray, Lord, that you'd help us all just to have a heart of gratitude and love towards you. Help us to live for you. And now, Lord, as we uh, just uh, go into this uh, day, this week of Thanksgiving, Lord, I pray that you'd help us uh, truly to have a thankful heart. And Lord, may we express it to those that we love and Lord, ultimately to you. Thank you for being so good to us. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. All right. I apologize for the time. I know I did go a little bit long. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.